This week's conversation is from the first Sensitive Success Summit, and I'm really excited to share it with you. It is with my amazing business mentor, Kate Ruby Aroha. And yeah, you'll understand why I want to share it when you listen to the conversation about leadership and how we can step into it even more. Enjoy. Welcome to the Sensitive Success Podcast, where we explore the unique challenges and opportunities that comes with being a sensitive changemaker in today's world. I'm your host, Frida Kabo, and I have spent the last decade recreating my life. I moved from Sweden to New Zealand and now live in the beautiful bush with my husband and two kids, homeschooling and creating a life and business that works for me with the help of my sensitivity and support others to do the same. I'm excited to share conversations with experts, thought leaders, and fellow sensitive people who also see the world through the lens of sensitivity. Thank you so much for being here because it means that you're creating sensitive success too, which is precisely what the world needs. Let's get started. In this conversation, we celebrate sensitivity together with Kate Ruby Aroha. Kate is the founder of She Leads Live, New Zealand and Australia's largest women's leadership and empowerment event. She's a senior trainer with 17 years of experience, had led government contracts that caused national change, and has spent a decade leading advanced leadership experiences throughout New Zealand, Australia, and Southeast Asia. Kate has personally smashed through major glass ceilings again and again, demonstrating all that she stands for in being able to rewrite our futures. These days, Kate is a highly rewarded leadership trainer and business consultant. As a sought-after speaker, she's well known for her down-to-earth teachings and bullshit-free approach to creating breakthrough results. Kate is a huge inspiration for me, and I'm really excited to have you here and talk about leadership. Welcome, Kate. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. So Sensitive Success Summit is an opportunity to come together and celebrate our sensitivity. So I would love to hear why you wanted to join and why you think it's important. Well, because you're amazing and I love what it is that you're doing with this. I think it's so important. And I have, it's interesting because what I've, what had me get into all of this, I would say years ago is because I've really struggled with some things myself. And I guess we'll talk about that in relation to sensitivity today, but that's what's had me want to be on this because I know that kind of like left unchecked, these things that actually are our superpowers, left unchecked, we don't know how to harness them and utilize the gifts that we actually have. We end up misinterpreting them and then making ourselves wrong for them. And then that leads us down a very different path compared to what we could be if we understood ourselves better and then could harness our gifts and go. So yeah, that's why I'm excited to be here and um, contribute to the conversation. Lovely. Thank you so much. And yeah, please tell us a bit about your journey with sensitivity and your journey to come to do what you do and work with leadership. Yeah. So I've, as you've talked about, have been a senior leadership trainer for 17 years and I love the world of leadership, but I had to recreate a relationship to what leadership meant to me. Because when I say the word leadership, it's definitely not in the typical sense of what I saw in the past of leader. When I saw leader, I saw someone who was like really proficient up on a stage or on like in the front of a room and they really knew their shit and they probably had all this stuff sorted out. Whereas uh, (laughs) 
that is not how I felt. I felt not good enough. I was doubting myself highly. Me, and certainly years ago when I recreated this, when we're talking about this, and still now, often used to get a lot of anxiety, a huge amount of anxiety, and used to feel like there was absolutely something wrong with me and that I was somehow different to other people with the level of anxiety that I had. And so that is something that I still get now and say I'm kind of like a high performing anxiety person. Like, you know, I can have the anxiety in back and self doubt in the background, but I'm quite high performing with it or high functioning. But that's what had me want to end up getting into leadership because I started to realize, ah, I'm not the only one with this. I'm not the only one with this. And actually, this gives me such an access to understand people. And because I feel these things, because I'm going through what I go through, it gives me massive insight and understanding for what other people are also going through. So if I can figure out how to have me, and not just when things are going great, like that's easy, but what if I could have me in the moments when it's not easy, when I'm actually really struggling with something, what if I could genuinely have me in those moments? Then, wow, I could really teach some stuff. I could share some things that could help other people. And it's not because I'm reading from a textbook and also I've done like so many things that has given me so many credentials, but that's not the place that I teach from. I teach from the experiences that I have when I'm in my own hole and struggling with something. And then I, I figure out how to support myself and I figure out how to soothe myself and move myself through something. That's where I get to coach the best from. So I started to realize like, Hmm, this is a bit of a news flash. What if maybe those things are actually like my superpowers? And if I was to try and get rid of those things, which by the way, it's a total crop, we can't get rid of these parts of ourselves, news flash. What if instead of trying to get rid of them, I actually somehow embrace them? What if I even chose them and like this, like to choose? Like, what if I chose that those anxieties or those sensitivities? was something that I appreciate and I'm grateful and I'm blessed with because they give me such an access point to know myself as a strong woman, but also to know myself and to understand others as well. And there's been times when I have been crippled with some level of anxiety. I actually remember it was January this year. I was running a program a five-week program called the Coaching Accelerator. I think you've even done it, Frida. Yeah, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah, and I might have, I think I've even told you the story. Yeah. I was like, it was Sunday night and I was crippled with anxiety. Like I was lying in bed and it felt like I had this weight on my chest. Like I couldn't escape. It was so freaking painful. And I was making it so wrong because the next day I had to do a training. And I remember thinking like, this is awful. Like, who am I? And I started going into my head around this, like, who am I to teach this stuff? Like, I can't, like, I am just like under this weight of it. I would say I kind of was suffering with it for about eight hours, like right into the night. And I think like 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. I had this moment because then it started to compound, right? I don't know. Does it ever happen with you where like it starts compounding? And then I'm like, oh, now I haven't even slept. <laughs> and yeah. then at about 2 a.m. I was like, oh, that's right. And I reminded myself of one of my fundamental beliefs this can be a superpower if I choose it. And I wonder what this moment right now is an access point for. And so this here, by the way, my friends, is leadership. This here is when we remember that we're exactly who we're supposed to be. Like just 
take that in for a moment. We are each of us exactly who we're supposed to be and we aren't actually a mistake. But even after 10 years of doing this, I had to remind myself again. <laughs> so, you know, about 2 a.m., I was like, what is, like I remember my, one of my fundamental things and I was like, oh, so then inside of that, what if it was okay, it's like, okay, what I'm going through now and what if this is somehow useful? And then I realized like, this is what the other people in the group are going through in different ways, shapes, forms, flavors, degrees, intensities. So, ah, oh, got it. What am I experiencing? What do I wish people knew? What? And so therefore things started coming through really clearly about what to talk about for that entire week in the program. And that was the week that when I was um, sharing those trainings, people were messaging going, holy crap, this is landing in such a different way. So just what I really get and I really get and I really get is that whoever we are and the unique makeup that we have and the unique perspectives that we have and the things that we experience and go through, they are perfectly designed for us. And if we look at then in sensitivity, like sensitivity is your superpower. Oh, wow. I think Frida said that so many times, <laughs> but it really is. It really is our superpower. And when we see it like that, that's when we actually get to step into our leadership. That's when our leadership and our unique flavor of leadership. I believe that we all have leadership within us. I actually have a little necklace called leadership is within because we all have leadership within us. But the beautiful part about it is that our leadership is actually unique to us and we have our own flavor. And why I love that Frida is doing this summit and Frida is doing this work is because Frida has such a beautiful, unique leadership within her that hasn't been seen in the world. It's so unique to to Frida. And by Frida having the courage to do all the things that she does, to lead in the way that she does in the world, then opens up such a unique tone of conversation for other women to also come alive. And then it's kind of like, I think with leadership is that when we sort of let ourselves step into our own leadership, it's almost like a little fire gets lit within that then we can light the torch for other people. And then that can light the torch within them for their unique flavor of leadership. So that's my little spiel. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's so powerful. And the way you share the real journey and share these things that not many people talk about, it's so inspiring and makes us feel like, Because sometimes, as you say, we can feel like we need to work it away. We need to get over the anxiety before we can do anything else, or we need to get out of that before we can do that. But it's actually, as you say, to do it with it. So powerful. Mm. And we all need someone to see us at level. It, it's so supporting to have someone to see us at that level that we can yeah. step in to see the leadership when we don't do it for ourselves. So, yeah. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mm. So you've been talking around it and about it quite a lot, but if you would define leadership just yeah, in short. Absolutely. What? In a nutshell, leadership is that thing that's within each of us, that when we switch it on, it gives us the ability to cause change. And mm. I sort of see that when we switch it on, it's like we can access like the levers and the dials of change. And leadership exists for one thing, one thing only, to help us move things in a new direction that wasn't otherwise going to happen if the leadership wasn't there. So for example, if we connect leadership sensitivity, if we are highly sensitive within ourselves and we're not operating from our leadership, 
then we're going to be operating in a predictable way, right? So if leadership is absence, we might be thinking that our sensitivity is wrong. We may be making ourselves wrong for that and then living inside of the stories that come with that and then taking the actions from that and keeping ourselves small, keeping ourselves limited. And then there's a predictable future from that. However, when we step into our leadership, we shift into the driver's seat. We have the opportunity to start seeing the gifts that we have within us. And we can start making new moves and requiring ourselves to operate in new ways that then create a new future. Yeah, amazing. What do you see as the difference in the world if more people would step into that leadership? More of a juicy world, (laughs) more of a juicy world, bigger conversations, people embracing their themselves and the like the unique person that they are seeing in each other the uniqueness and the specialness of that uniqueness people proactive to cause change rather than just sitting back sort of complaining about life and complaining about well oh, this is the lot that I've got so do something about it you know make some change do something different amazing and if someone is listening to this or watching this what and feel like they want to step into their leadership more, step into that place a bit more, where do you recommend them to start? I would say start with genuinely getting that you are who you're supposed to be. That might be like, oh, why do we start there? Well, we start there because when we actually see the gifts within ourselves and we can recognize within ourselves that we are who we're meant to be and that our uniqueness and our perspectives and our experiences is actually perfect and it's actually custom built for us, then we can stop fighting ourselves and fighting our natural design. And I think genuinely that a huge amount of energy is wasted fighting who we naturally are. And I think that's a really important point for this summit because I can imagine there's a lot of people listening to this conversation who on some level have been fighting who they are. And I know that because I've, in my mentoring, I've been mentoring for a long time. I've seen that a lot. And yet, what if it was that you could literally choose the person that you are, choose your gifts, see your gifts, choose exactly where you're at in life, and then free up that background energy to then look at, so now, what do I want? Like, what do I want? What do I want to do? And trust that, look at that. A lot of times people, if you ask them what they want, often we don't know, often we know what we don't want, but what do you actually want? And spend some time thinking about that and then start making some change. Like it's quite incredible just by taking some actions consistently where we can actually get to and what we can impact. I couldn't imagine anyone listening to this summit who isn't the kind of person who wants to grow and expand. And so just giving yourself permission to actually play at the level that you're capable of. Prior to the leadership work, I was working as a registered nurse. And in those years, I nursed a lot of people who were at the end of their life. And time and time again, guess what? The One of the biggest things that you hear from people who are at the end of their life, regret. Regrets. Regrets of who I didn't get to be who I didn't allow myself to be and the things I didn't let myself do. And I think often we think that there's so much time. We think that there's so much time. We think that we've got, we're, we're here forever. Reality is, and we know this, but sometimes like letting ourselves get confronted by the fact that we ain't here forever. And 
the thing that we are the most confronted by when we're facing our own mortality is the fact that, holy, I could have done something different with my life. I could have done those things that I wanted to. And all of the reasons of why not actually weren't valid. And it's when we're facing our mortality that that becomes very transparent. The things I was saying weren't actually true. All of that blah, blah in my head where I was like, I'm different, the self-doubt. This is why I really get like, who gives a crap around my self-doubt? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares about my anxiety? Honestly, it's either a superpower or not, but like, let's go. And the reason why I genuinely don't care about it and why I'm not letting it hold me back is because who cares? One day I'm going to be dead and I'm going to realize that the stories that my mind wants to tell me are total BS. When I said that I'm going to create Australia and New Zealand's largest women's leadership empowerment event (laughs) for someone who had such social anxiety that she couldn't even talk to the cashier, (laughs) I actually, um, just a little bit of backstory, I used to have um, anorexia for about three years and in those three years, I had such social anxiety, I couldn't even talk to another person. It was so painful. And by the way, I'm saying this for context, not so you feel sorry for me. I'm good. But like for the context, I really, I remember standing in the line buying chewing gum and freaking the hell out because I had to talk to the cashier. And in my head was like, what do I say? Do I say hi? Shall I say ask her Harry Day was like, my head was going nuts because I had to interact with another human being. So to go from that total social anxiety to, oh, sure, I'm going to lead New Zealand, Australia's largest women's leadership and empowerment event and stand up in front of hundreds of people and put my name to this over three days. Holy mother. (laughs) It was the most like absurd thing. And it was terrifying. It terrified me. It like, when I say terror, Frida, like, believe me, terror. And I was like, who cares? Like when I'm dead, that's not going to matter. But I do want to know that I'm using my life. I want to know that I'm using my gifts, including my gifts of anxiety. I want to know that the things I'm going through aren't pointless. So yeah, that's my TED talk for today. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. You're such an inspiration and I can listen to you all day feeling like inspired. I know when I started listening to your podcast, my walks were getting faster, <laughs> like uh-huh, awesome. so inspired to, <laughs> to increase my face and just, yeah, it's so true what you're saying and just seeing those hinders not stand in my way, but be part of the way. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Mm. So what is one action step? We, we talked about it already because you're all about action and, <laughs> yeah. and changing perspectives. What what would be one action step that you encourage the viewers to do right now? Yep, I would say it's super simple. I would say if you don't, if you can't straight away answer the question of what do I want, I would say that's your first thing. Make carve out some space in your calendar in the next forty eight hours. Make yourself a cup of tea, pour yourself a drink, whatever you want. And take some time for yourself. It might be first thing in the morning. It might be when the kids go to bed, like create some time. And then ask yourself, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? What do I need? What would light me up? What would have me be met? 
and figure that out. I think if we keep just putting our heads into what I don't want, what I don't like, what's not good about us, what's not good about me, like shift the conversation. What do I want? So that would be the very first step. If you can't answer that yet, make yourself an appointment in the next 48 hours to get that answered. And then from there, what are you going to do about it? Like start doing some stuff today and the next day and the next day and the next day and start like claiming it. And while you're doing it, keep this conversation in your mind. Remember who the hell you are. Remember that you're here for purpose, that you're not a mistake. And I'm saying that that might sound obvious, but I actually had to tell myself that for years. What if I wasn't a mistake? And that gave me so much, started to give me so much strength and courage to go, huh, what a freaking thought. Maybe I'm not a mistake. Maybe this uniqueness here was purposeful somehow. I don't have to know how, I don't have to know why, but what if I could find that peace within myself to trust and have faith on that? My job is just to follow through on the bits that I'm uniquely called for and to let go of the rest. I don't have to micromanage the universe. <laughs> I believe I've got, I'm supported somehow. I'm just going to do my bit, show up and take my actions and just trust that I'm going to get supported. I'm going to get caught along that way. It was actually just going to chuck one thing in. That was worth pulling off that big event, you know? It's not my job to micromanage the universe and all the things. It's just my job to go, this is what I feel called to. This would feel like I'm using my gifts in my lifetime. Cool. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to put my name to it. Now I'm just going to take the steps. And every time I have a freaking panic attack about it, I doubt myself. I feel like I can't. I'm going to come back to myself and I'm going to come back to what I know is true. I'm here for a purpose. I'm exactly who I'm supposed to be. I'm going to trust that I'm going to be supported. The things that come up for me, these can be my superpowers. I come back to all of those things and I let go of the rest. So, yeah. Perfect. Great. So you are listening or watching, take some time and really think about what you want. So Kate, is there anything else you would like to add? If you're here listening to these conversations, it's not by accident and just absolutely trust, trust that you're here, trust that you're drawn to these conversations, trust that whatever it's lighting up within you, any of these conversations, whatever's kind of, I sort of see like, you know, you know, a tuning fork when you a tuning fork, when you sort of like dong, a tuning fork next to a piano, the, the string within the piano that is the same um, tone will start vibrating. And I feel like that's what these conversations do. When we feel sort of like uh, vibrating from a certain conversation, it's because that's already within us. So trust the things that you're called for and trust, 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 and take the next step. Thank you so much, Kate. And thank you for the support to doing this as well. And thank you for being here and sharing your wisdom and celebrate sensitivity with us. Thank you for listening to Sensitive Success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share it with someone who could benefit from this message. And come over and connect with me on Instagram at Frida Carbo. And remember, sensitivity is neither good or bad. It's what we make of it. Embrace your sensitivity and use it to create sensitive success your way.